0: Beloved Church of God, beginning our service before God, let us stand and affirm the promise that relates to the door of our hope. Let the resurrection of Christ reign in our
1: bodies. Let us bow our heads in
0: prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, We are grateful to your holy name for this privilege to be in this place that your hand has outlined for the worship of your holy name. And so allow your inheritance in the name of the covenant of blood to be lifted to unreachable heights to us and to break all evil and sin that binds us. May in this service be cursed as before all the works of devil, illnesses, poverty, premature death, demonic dependencies, all forms of fears, depression, destruction, covetousness, ignorance, all of this. Let it depart from the tents of your holy nation and stand, Lord, in the place of your rest, you, and the ark of your greatness, and may your saints be clothed in your salvation, and may they rejoice before your countenance. Give us more from your Spirit. Fill us with your Holy Spirit, and allow us to find your holy countenance. May the service be presented into your divine arms. Guide it with your uplifted hand. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. May the Lord bless you. You may be seated. (laughs) AHHHHH <laughs>
2: И останутся все, кто ответил Спасителем. Верные, справедлив наш Господь и его верные, Что Иисус своей кровью реалил искупление, Уже смерти поправом своим воскресенье. Сто и нашим спасение. он надежда и нашим спасение. Снова Бога и Бога единого Троица, Вечная, Верим, будет на небе тоже.
1: Первое послание Тимофею, глава 6, стихи с 3 по 11. «Кто учит иному и не следует здравым словам Господа нашего Иисуса Христа и учению о благочестии, тот горд, ничего не знает, но заражен страстью к состязаниям и словопрениям, от которых происходит зависть, распри, злоречие, лукавое подозрение». Пустые споры между людьми, поврежденного ума чуждыми истины, которые думают, будто благочестие служит для прибытка. Удаляйся от таких. Великое приобретение быть благочестивым и довольным, ибо мы ничего не принесли в мир. Явно, что ничего не можем и вынести из него. Имея пропитание и одежду, будем довольны, а желающие обогащаться – «Впадают в искушение и в сеть, и во многие безрассудные и вредные похоти, которые погружают людей в бедствие и пагубу. Ибо корень всех зол есть сребролюбие, которому, предавшись некоторые, уклонились от веры, и сами себя подвергли многим скорбям. Ты же, человек Божий, убегай всего, а преуспевай в правде, благочестии, вере, любви, терпении, кротости». Само по себе желание обогащаться не ведет к кораблекрушению нашей веры, если наше желание контролируется и обуздывается нашим мышлением, обновленным духом нашего ума. Разрушительным и деструктивным желание обогащаться становится только тогда, когда мы начинаем надеяться на богатство и когда наши разумные возможности начинают обслуживать это желание, эту эмоцию. «Надеющийся на богатство свое упадет, а праведники, как лист, будут зеленеть» – притча 11:28. Далее следует обратить внимание на тот фактор, что одна из составляющих великую тайну благочестия состоит в правильном отношении к деньгам. Исходя из норм Писания, благочестие – это истинное почитание Бога выраженное в ревностном желании и неукоснительном исполнении его заповедей, в котором человек отдает Богу то, чем он обладает, но что по праву принадлежит Богу. И когда человек удерживает или направляет свои десятины по своему усмотрению, он таким путем отвергает имеющуюся у него веру и добрую совесть, как Мы прочли, имея веру и добрую совесть, которую некоторые, отвергнув, потерпели кораблекрушение в вере. Причина, по которой наша вера поставлена в зависимость от нашей доброй совести, состоит в том, что плодотворное сотрудничество нашей веры с верой Божией призвано функционировать, протекать и контролироваться не в области наших эмоций или наших чувств, а в формате информации, сокрытой в области нашего духа. Это означает, что корабль нашей веры может преодолевать противные ветры и штормы наших плотских желаний при одном условии, когда наши желания, связанные и возбуждаемые нашими чувствами и эмоциями, будут поставлены в зависимость от нашего послушания информации, которая содержится в заповедях Бога. Поэтому возможной победе и возможном поражении в борьбе с врагами нашей веры и нашей совести, следует никогда не сбрасывать со счета и никогда не забывать одну непреложную закономерность, а именно то, что кораблекрушение нашей веры – это добровольное и совместное сотрудничество нашей совести с врагами нашей веры, в то время как победа над врагами нашей веры и нашей совести – это добровольное и совместное сотрудничество нашей веры с верой Божией, выраженное в нашем послушании слову Божие, которое мы слышим через благовестие. Согласно версии Стронга, слово «отвергнуть», «отвергнуть» некоторые «отвергнув веру и добрую совесть». Так вот, это слово или этот глагол «отвергнуть» в применении данного контекста означает производить что-то отрицательное в отношении своей веры и своей доброй совести, что непрестанно и непрерывно связано с такими действиями, как принимать решения не в пользу доброй совести, заменять главное чем-то второстепенным, вести нечистую торговлю, продавать истину за то, что не насыщает, продаваться ради насыщения своей похоти, продаваться из-за малодушия и страха, не обращать внимания на главное, отталкивать из-за нечистой ревности, отодвигать из зависти, отстранять из-за обиды, отклонять из-за обогащения, противостоять вере и доброй совести. Вот что такое «отвергнув веру и добрую совесть». Таким образом, глагол «отвергнуть» практически является характеристикой корости и корыстолюбия, выраженной в жадности, скупости и искании своей личной выгоды. И чтобы бросить вызов желанию обогащаться и таким путем занести секиру над корнем всякого зла, Необходимо чтить Бога десятинами и приношениями по установленному ему ставу. И будем помнить, что именно отдавая десятины и приношения в дом хранилища, мы всякий раз утверждаем пред лицом Господним себя его святыней, его собственностью. А всему те люди, которые по каким-либо причинам, неважно по каким, игнорируют почтение Бога десятинами и приношениями, они отвергают добрую совесть, отвергают свою веру. И когда Писание говорит, они потерпели кораблекрушение веры это Бог видит, что они потерпели. Они этого не видят. Вот в чем беда. Если бы они увидели, что потерпели, то они могли бы покаяться. Они бы начали паниковать и говорить, Господи, Ты посмотри, что произошло. Они этого не видят. Потому что презрели истину, и поэтому им не дано слышать, после этого не дано видеть и не дано разуметь сердцем. И они не даны даже возможности обратиться к Богу, чтобы Он мог исцелить их от этого кораблекрушения веры. Поэтому лучше не допускать этого, нежели допустив, невозможно потом восстановить ее. Мы сейчас будем чтить Господа десятинами и приношениями, утверждая самих себя святыней Господней, чтя Его и выражая свою любовь, и признавая Его неоспоримую власть». Отцу платить не надо ничего. Это означает, это песня, которую мы сейчас будем петь, это означает, что десятиные приношения, которыми мы чтим Бога, это не плата. Это мы не платим Господу. Знаете, когда вы имеете долг, что-то взяли в долг, и у вас есть, и когда вы долг отдаете, вы же не платите человеку за работу какую-то, А вы отдаете долг, потому что это не ваши деньги. Вам они даны были на время. Вот так и здесь. Десятины нам даны в долг, чтобы посмотреть, как мы будем вести себя с долгом, с этой святыней, как мы на нее будем обращать внимание. Присвоим ее или скажем, «Господи, это Твое, и мы доброхотно с радостью чтим Тебя тем, что находится в нашем распоряжении, но является Твоим. Станем, пожалуйста, И будем подрубать корень всех зол сребролюбия, потому что корень всякого добра находится во власти над серебром, то есть над деньгами. Когда мы господствуем над богатством, тогда оно не является грехом, но когда оно господствует над нами, тогда это кораблекрушение нашей веры. Так как всегда я с удовольствием напомню, что всякий раз, когда Израиль чтил Бога десятинами и приношениями, то ли в Скинии Моисеевой, то ли в храме Соломоновом, Он обязан был по предписанию Моисея, которое тот получил по откровению от Господа, возлагать свои руки на свои приношения и исповедать одно чудное исповедание, которому они были верны тысячелетиями. Мы с вами, будучи тем же Израилем, привитые к тому же корню, питаясь соком той же маслины, сделаем то же самое. Протяните вашу правую руку на ваши приношения пред Господом и молитесь вместе со мной, Небесный Отец». Во имя Иисуса Христа я отделил десятины от дома моего и принес в Твой дом, чтобы в доме Твоем была пища. Я не отдаю в нечистоте, я не отдаю в печали, и я не отдаю для мертвого. Я радуюсь, что имею привилегию выражать мою любовь и признавать Твою власть.
3: given me your loving kindness your tender mercies it's my desire to praise you and tell you how much i love you because you're worthy of all all the glory and you're worthy of all suffer and die for me way back way back on calvary but...
2: Слава закон для меня, Ножделенное
4: небо право, Наилучшая песня моя.
1: And so
0: if you have a Bible, you can open along with me a familiar place of scripture for us,
1: which contains a depth
0: of wisdom and visions that are not yet revealed to us, but perhaps some God will today unveil a little bit more of himself for us and ourselves.
1: Matthew chapter 5, verses
0: 45 and 48. So that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven, for he makes his Son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. You, therefore, must be perfect, as your Heavenly Father is perfect. The sermon that I would like to continue is called Called to Perfection.
1: And before I begin to expand
0: certain thoughts, I want to focus our attention immediately to the fact that when it says that He sends His rain on the just and the unjust, and that He makes the sun rise on the evil and on the good, this does not mean that the Heavenly Father is tolerant.
1: The
0: the fact that He loves the unrighteous and the righteous the same because He sends rain on both of them. We must understand that, according to Scripture, when He sends His rain and His Son on the just, He blesses them. But when He sends His Son and His rains on the unjust, it curses them. The
1: Son... The Son devours them and the rain floods them. them. When he sent his rains after Noah,
0: he blessed his nations. And when the sun
1: had destroyed people,
0: it destroyed the wicked. And based on these words, we must also with our son rise on the evil and on the good and send our rain on the just and on the unjust so that we could do what God does so that we could
4: be as him so we could be perfect therefore
1: we have stopped to study the purpose of God's righteousness
0: in the heart of a person. What purpose is the righteousness of God in our heart intended to fulfill? Specifically, we have been studying the purpose of righteousness in the heart of man accepted by him in the broken tablets of testimony and affirmed in the new tablets of his heart. It gives God the right for us to not be heirs of the world or peace through the law like Abraham and his seed but through righteousness of faith. Romans 4.13 For the promise that he would be heir of the peace was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law but through the righteousness of faith. We have noted that heirs of peace are the riches in the heart of a person that contained all of the promises of God that yield the purpose of righteousness or the goals of righteousness.
1: So, in order to take this promise, this is the purpose of righteousness.
0: In this manner, through the peace of God, we can and are called to guard our hearts and our thoughts in Christ Jesus. Philippines 4, 6-7 Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So righteousness is directed
4: to have the peace of God and then with this peace God can keep
0: our hearts and our thoughts in Christ Jesus because how the thoughts of a person are, so is he. In order to better understand the purpose, the nature of the peace of God, its purpose and conditions that are necessary to be clothed into this peace, it will be necessary for us to answer four important
1: questions. With what properties does Scripture endow the peace of God that is called to keep
0: our minds in Christ Jesus?
1: What powers does the peace of God have in relation to man with God and to man with man? What
0: conditions must we fulfill so that we are clothed in the peace of God that is called to keep our minds in God?
1: And according to what things should we test ourselves to see if we are the sons of peace and the sons of God? And studying again the purpose, that is, the functions of our righteousness before God, we have noted
0: that if a person has not died for his nation, his household, and his corrupt desires, then the justification that he received in salvation through faith in Christ Jesus will never transform into the quality of righteousness in which he would be able to bring fruit of peace.
1: Therefore, these people will lose a promise that gives them the right to be called sons of God. And therefore, the right to salvation will be taken from them. Matthew 5, 9, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. So only people who have
0: peace and who create peace will be called sons of God. The rest will perish.
1: Although many had come,
0: many are called, but few were chosen.
1: Therefore, according to these words, The property of the peace of God in the heart of a person testifies that this kind of person is a peacemaker
0: or the son of peace, which gives God the opportunity to give this kind of person the name of the virtue of the Son of God.
1: Because the justification
0: that a person received by the right of his birth from the seed of the word of truth was transformed into a quality of righteousness in which he became able to bring fruit of peace in his relationship with God and his
1: surroundings. Hebrews
0: chapter 12, verse 14, Pursue peace with all people and
1: holiness, without which
0: no one will see the Lord.
1: We are referring to a kind of peace that can be created only in the boundaries of holiness
0: or expressed in holiness, the limits of which are yielded by the commandments of God.
1: If it is possible, as much as it depends on you,
0: live peaceably with all men, Romans 12, 18. We cannot be at peace with
1: everyone. Peace that we show outside of the boundaries of holiness is lawlessness, for which
0: we must pay the price of eternal life.
1: It is impossible under crime to have
0: peace with the wicked who had accepted the truth at some point but then left their assembly and turned away from the Holy Commandments.
1: Because the fact that they are resisting the words of the messengers of God
0: established over them testifies of the loss of peace in their heart and it refers them to the category of the wicked.
1: But the wicked,
0: Isaiah says, but the wicked are like the troubled sea when it cannot rest, whose water is cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, says my God, for the
1: wicked. So the wicked
0: people will not be calmed by anything. Sometimes they comfort themselves for a short time when they do evil, to righteous
1: people when they try to gossip about them and they see how they are suffering this somehow comforts them inside because
0: wicked people they always suffer because they have no peace in their heart when there is no peace in the heart a person is always in suffering
1: And we have already
0: examined the first two questions. With what properties does Scripture endow the peace of God? And what purpose is the peace of God intended to fulfill in our relationship with God? Therefore, we will continue to study the third question. What conditions must be fulfilled so that in Christ we could be clothed in the inheritance of the covenant of peace contained in the laws, prophets, and psalms?
1: and in a certain format we have already studied two conditions that we must fulfill and have
0: stopped to study the third condition. But I will remind you, the first condition for the right to be clothed in the peace of God that is intended to keep our thoughts in Christ Jesus is comprised of departing from evil and doing good. Depart from evil and do good, seek peace and pursue it.
1: Psalms 34, 14. So, in order to receive
0: the right to
1: follow after peace, we
0: must depart from evil and do good. And we have noted that there is a difference between departing from evil and confronting evil. We depart from evil,
1: when evil meets us but we do not carry responsibility
4: for that evil that occurs over before us because we do not carry responsibility for these realms. But we confront
0: evil when this evil begins to expand in the limits of our responsibility then we have to confront it and withstand
1: it. The second condition
0: for the right to be clothed in the peace of God that is intended to keep our thinking in Christ Jesus is in fulfilling the conditions for the right to have a turban made out of living on our head. I will not return to this because we had spent a lot of time on this point. The third, condition. the third condition for the right to be clothed in the peace of God that is intended to keep our thinking in Christ Jesus is in building ourselves into a firm spirit.
1: Isaiah twenty-six three, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is
0: stayed on you because he trusts in you.
1: You see here, there is a price here that must be paid for God to keep us in His perfect peace,
0: we need to be firm in spirit. In order to be firm in spirit, we have to trust in Him. And based on these words, the price for the right to be clothed in the peace of God that is able to keep our thoughts in Christ Jesus is in fulfilling certain conditions that will allow us
1: to build ourselves into a firm spirit. Because
4: only a person, God has promised to keep
0: in perfect peace only a person with a firm spirit. He will not keep in his peace people who do not have a firm spirit. And if you have noticed in this verse, firmness of the spirit is one of the definitions and evidences that this person trusts in God.
1: Furthermore, in these words,
0: a person who has a firm spirit in which he receives the opportunity in any circumstances to trust in the word that comes from the mouth of God, Scripture defines and views this kind of person clothed in perfection that is inherent to the heavenly Father in which we are called to be clothed. This kind of person has the ability to hear and smell in the fourth dimension. Proverbs 25:28 says that whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls.
1: Now, according to this parable, a person who does not rule over his own spirit is an image
0: of a city broken down without walls.
1: The person who rules over his own spirit is a person who has
0: built himself into a wall which has a tower, thanks to which God could hear this person, and this person could hear God. This is how in Songs of Solomon the firmness of the spirit figur- figuratively testifies of the most beautiful woman who yields the image of a person with a firm spirit.
1: Songs of Solomon, chapter 8, verse 10. I am a wall. I am a wall, and my breasts like towers. Then
0: it became in his eyes as one who found peace. We know fully well that people who build themselves into a wall with a tower, they have the immunity of the Holy Spirit because they are the carriers of Urim and Thumim. They have the ability to hear God
1: and God hears them. Habakkuk 2, 1-4. I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart. So the prophet had a wall. He was like a wall before God because a tower was not built separate from a wall. It was always part of a
0: wall. I set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected.
1: Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the
0: vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it.
1: For this vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because
0: it will surely come, it will not tarry. Behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. So those who are just in faith,
1: they will be living. If a person does not rule over his spirit,
0: this means one thing, his spirit is being ruled by someone else. And this other ruler could be either our unrenewed mind that has the audacity to give appraisal to everything and everyone expressed in our personal opinions,
1: or the gifts of the Holy Spirit that are intended to be our
0: servants, but turn us
1: into a ruler, or dependence on the desires of our personal flesh
0: clothed in religious virtuosity and inner godliness,
1: or our humanly fear that exists because of the lack of our love toward God or other people with a controlling spirit. And finally, this can also be demonic teachings. A
0: person who does not rule over his own spirit is a person who is held captive by something or someone. Therefore, he does not worship God, but that ruler by which he is held captive.
1: Because of this, the state of a person who does
0: not rule over his own spirit or have a firm spirit is defined by Scripture as idolatry. Based on this, we should note that a person who does not rule over his own spirit will be unable to worship the Heavenly Father in spirit
1: and truth because he does not distinguish
0: the idol
1: from God, and all of his
0: advances that are made by him in his religious deeds will be viewed by scripture as an expression of disobedience, unfaithfulness,
1: and witchcraft. Here's an example, 1 Samuel
0: chapter 15, verses 22 to 23. So Samuel said to Saul, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? He thought that he was bringing this sacrifice to God. He did not even think he was bringing it to an idol. He brought a sacrifice before the intended time that was established by Samuel. Samuel was supposed to bring it. Samuel was supposed to bring this sacrifice. He said, wait for me seven days. But Saul did not wait for seven days because the Philistines had come. And out of the fear that the people began to run away and the Philistines had surrounded him, he had the audacity to bring a sacrifice. And here Samuel comes on the second seventh day and he says,
4: What have you done?
0: Why ha- did you not feel, l- fulfill the word of the Lord? And Saul says, I fulfilled the word of God. But people begin to run away. The Philistines come, came and you did not come. Samuel said, I did not promise I would come. I said, I promised I will come on the seventh day. But he brought the sacrifice Saul did on the sixth day, and he did not fulfill the command of the Lord. And so, Samuel says,
1: Has the Lord as great delight in
0: burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord?
1: Obeying is
0: better than sacrifice, and to heed than the fat of rams. For rebellion is a sin as of witchcraft. Pay attention here
4: a sacrifice of disobedience.
0: He brings it to God, but it is brought not according to the law, and it is witchcraft.
1: And furthermore, and stubbornness is as
0: iniquity and idolatry. Because you rejected the word of the Lord, he also has rejected you from being king. Take a look at what had occurred here. A person has gained the right of a king. God could hear him,
1: and he could hear God. And he had disobeyed this state. He had disobeyed the Urim of God
0: that could answer to him.
1: If Saul were to have a firm spirit, then he would not have lost his trust in God, and he would have shown
0: and he would have shown, would have shown obedience to Samuel. But Saul was ruled by fear over fear of the Philistines. Philistines is an uncircumcised nation. Scripture sees the uncircumcised Philistines as uncircumcised thoughts that bring a person to fear. Instead of trusting in God, thoughts begin
1: to take
0: over them. And when these thoughts had surrounded him, He used his own opinion how he should serve God. In this manner, he brought God a sacrifice that was against the time that was intended by Samuel. God viewed his sacrifice as a kind of disobedience that was yielded by witchcraft and a kind of resistance that was yielded by idolatry. Therefore, the uncircumcised Philistines that brought Saul to fear is an image of an uncircumcised heart
1: which points to the lack of a correct relationship with God founded on the covenant of peace. He had uncircumcised of the flesh, but he did not
0: circumcise his heart. If his heart would have been circumcised, an uncircumcised thought would not be able to enter. An uncircumcised thought only enters into the heart because there is a place for it, because there is a, a circumcised heart. Therefore, a person who does not rule over his spirit is a person with an uncircumcised heart and ears that always resist the Holy Spirit in the people who are sent by God. Because every time and in everything they will have their own opinion and sacrifices which will never depend on the outlook of Samuel, obedience to him is viewed by scripture as an image of a turban made from linen.
1: It is specifically
0: for this reason that God continues to search for people who are able to worship Him in spirit and truth, or rather, people who rule over their spirit or have a firm spirit.
1: John chapter 4,
0: verses 19 24. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Believe me, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this This mountain, nor in Jerusalem, worship the Father.
1: You worship what
0: you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshippers...
1: So, when Christ had come
0: into this earth,
1: being clothed into man, this time had come, when the
0: true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth.
1: Pay attention, and these
0: words, worshiping the Father in spirit and truth, on one hand, is tied to the knowledge of who we are worshiping, or, rather, what we are dependent on in our spirit.
1: The words, you worship what you do not know, means you do not know who
0: or what you are dependent on,
1: because we depend,
0: we have trust in what we depend on.
1: On the other hand, worshipping the Father in spirit and
0: truth is tied to our relationship to the source of our salvation, which in this case is yielded by the source of Judaism. Not Mount Gerizim or Mount Zion, literally Jerusalem, but the source of Judaism. Because according to the words of Christ, Salvation is of the Jews, and in this case, Jews does not mean our partaking to the tribe of Judah, but our proclaiming and partaking to the faith teaching that is contained in true Judaism.
1: Romans 2 28
0: 21. Apostle Paul writes, For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh, but he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not from men, but from God.
1: The foundational faith teaching that is yielded in Judaism consists of the adoption of man
0: through redemption. This is how Apostle Paul, through inspiration from the Holy Spirit in one of his sermons, formulated the core of Judaism.
1: Acts chapter 13, verses 37-39
0: But he whom God raised up saw no corruption. Therefore, let it be known to you, brethren, that through this man is preached to you the forgiveness of sins. And by him, everyone who believes is justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses.
1: This is how Apostle John formulated the core of Judaism in his letter or
0: his revelation that was given to him by God. He, in two different places of scriptures, in the letter and the revelations, he dis- he described what Judaism is. 1 John 5, 1-2 through two. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God and everyone who loves him, who begot, also loves him, who is
4: begotten of him.
0: But this we know, that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. So the f- Judaism is the teaching of birth from the seed of the word of truth, or b- birth from God, r- Revelation 2,
1: 8-9.
0: And to the angel of the church in Smyrna write, These things says the first and the last who was dead and came to life. I know your works, tribulation and poverty, but you are rich. And I know the blasphemy of those who say they are Jews and are not,
1: but you but are, but are a synagogue
0: of Satan. The so John says who Jews are. And the apostles, they were called heresies or the teaching of Judaism
1: was called heresy because the teaching of Judaism it has its sources in the Garden of Edom
0: and not in Moses
1: it was before Moses this teaching and this teaching Enoch had, had worshipped
0: Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They worshipped in the teaching of Judaism. To rule over our spirit or to worship the Father in spirit and truth means to have perfect peace in our heart or to practice the righteousness of God in our thinking.
1: To rule over our spirit or to
0: be a firm
1: our spirit in Christ Jesus, we will need
0: to remember the properties of the nature and purpose of our reborn spirit.
4: We know that the spirit
0: of man contains three substances. This is the conscience, the intuition, and
1: worship. The conscience of man is given to man by God. It's his second eye. The Greek word syneidesis, translated
0: to conscience, means consciousness coming from the field of the human spirit that does not depend on the will or mind of man. It, on one hand, evaluates his thoughts and his
1: actions when he goes against established authority. It judges him and reproaches him when he acts
0: against established order. Also, the conscience of man judges him based on the knowledges received by him about what is good and what is bad. And so, based on the source and quality of these knowledges, thus will be our conscience. The conscience of man is the center of our faith. Because of this, our conscience can be weak or strong without blemish or good, which means it is cleansed from dead works. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 18-19 says, This charge I committed to You, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, having faith and a good conscience, which some, having rejected concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck. If a person does not have a good conscience, he suffers shipwreck.
1: The conscience of
0: man manifested itself only after the sinful fall, when God's established order was first broken. The conscience of man is his watchman that is called to protect his relationship with with God,
1: or rather, protect the place of his worship where
0: he communicates with God. The conscience of man is a kind of watchman that is usually at rest amid correct relations with God, but as soon as a person intends to commit a sinful act, his conscience is awakened.
1: An awakened conscience can either lead a person to turn to God or in Cain's case, plunge
0: him to despair
1: in which he said, my punishment is
0: greater than you can bear If a holy man
1: committed an unrighteous deed then his conscience
0: will always reproach and bother him until he repents before God in his established order and God cleanses him and gives him once again a pure conscience
1: a person cannot
0: independently calm his
1: awakened conscience with his
0: deeds or his service to God.
1: Only the truth
0: about the blood of Christ can cleanse a person's heart from dead works and a blemished conscience. No one but God can give a person a pure conscience that is untainted by sin. Hebrews chapter nine verses thirteen and fourteen. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh how much more shall the blood of christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to god cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living god
1: so know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The
0: truth about the blood of Christ, which we can receive only by instruction and faith, and only from those people whom God has established over us. People who are chosen by democratic ways and who place themselves, although if they do not take, they, although they take the words of messages of God, they will not work in them. They do not work through these kind of people. They work only through people whom God has sent.
1: Hebrews chapter 10 verses 21 through 23 And having
0: a high priest over the house of God let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful
4: so we hold fast the confession, confession
0: only when our conscience is cleansed from blemish
1: Washing our body with water,
0: this highlights the purity of God,
1: the fact that he loves pure bodies.
0: When we come to service, we must always wash our bodies as a temple of God, for God, and not for ourselves.
1: Not because we are coming into a congregation of people,
0: but because we are coming to worship God. God loves cleanliness. And if I said that Christ sometimes, and the disciples ate without washed hands, it does not mean that they were impure. It means that at that time there was no water at that place where they could wash their hands. And Christ had said, a person defiles not what enters into his lips. If I eat something with unclean hands and a virus enters, this will not defile me. I can become sick from this, but this illness will not defile me. What defiles me is what comes from my mouth. Out of my mouth,
4: but the Holy Spirit still remains the God of
0: purity.
1: That's why if we want to proclaim what is in our pure conscience, what we have placed in there, this vision that God has engraved so that he could, as a reader, read the tablets of our
0: heart, then we, in our clean conscience, our bodies must always be pure
1: the substance of intuition.
0: This is also a property of our spirit.
1: It is the intermediary
0: between our heart and our renewed mind.
1: Scientists have concluded that
0: intuition is a subconscious.
1: Whereas a man who
0: is reborn from the seed of the Word of Truth, when he leaves infancy and renews his thinking with the spirit of his mind, which is the mind of Christ in the spirit, his intuition turns from being a part of his subconscious into superconsciousness.
1: There is a difference between subconscious and superconsciousness is
0: in fact when there is an unrenewed mind then the intuition speaks but the mind it does not submit it it does not rule over it only afterwards oh I felt that I should not have gone there I went there and look what has happened
4: sometimes a person he
0: obeys he listens he does not go and there is something occurs everyone dies and he says wow Good, Good thing that, that, that I, I listen to my inner, inner, inner voice. This is the intuition, intuition this feeling.
1: Some, Some people
0: whose mind is their not renewed,
1: their conscience... conscience it is subconscious, subconscious, but a person with a renewed mind, he allows his spirit to his rule over him, to rule in his heart. Then you will never, it,
0: you will never find the definition of superconscious in a dictionary, but it is contained in
1: scripture. When a person with his renewed mind begins
0: thinking and begins listening to his heart,
1: he has submitted his renewed mind to that tower that is in his heart, he, his intuition, this tower becomes over his conscience. And th- we call people, people m- holy people who have left
0: infancy, we call this the substance of intuition as their superconscious.
1: The more that man loves God and expresses this kind of love to his neighbor, the sharper and brighter his intuition
4: will manifest itself.
1: Especially in situations when the
0: abilities of his mind cannot help him.
1: Because although we
0: might have a renewed mind, it cannot help us. It does not have its own revelations. It takes the revelations from the intuition. Intuition takes it from the spirit. It is the intermediary between a renewed mind and a reborn spirit. It takes from the revelations and it gives it to the spirit. That's why our renewed that's why our unrenewed mind cannot help us. And then and the, the unrenewed, unrenewed mind it turns to this intermediary,
1: to this revelation.
0: What will he, he say inside of
1: me? What will he answer me? Because
0: I am in a problem in images of the law of Moses if remembered we learn that intuition is presented in the golden censer that serves as a sweet incense under the lid of the golden ark where God revealed himself to man
1: a priest filled it with fragrant components and for this purpose he
0: went into the inner courts to the bronze altar of burnt offerings and took burning coals from the altar
1: then so that he would not die
4: he returned into the sanctuary before the face of the Lord and
0: poured the burning coals that he took on the bronze altar into the golden censer that, that was filled with fragrant components. You see how this intuition worked. It worked between the inner courts, the renewed mind, and the Holy of Holies,
1: where the revelation came from. And this intuition manifested itself here. We know
0: that the only golden item that was in the inner courts, everything was out of bronze, the golden censer was in the inner courts. It was not Uh, an
1: element. Of the inner courts, it was a representative of the spirit. This was the revelation of a that
0: came into a renewed mind.
1: The substance of worship, the next last substance, we have three substances. This is worship is a media place in
0: the spirit of man that is intended for communication with God. The key that opens the door to the place of worship in our spirit is a cleansed and unblemished conscience.
1: Only thanks to an unblemished blemish conscience,
0: we can rule over our spirit and worship the Father in spirit and truth, which in turn gives God the right to protect our spirit in perfect peace so that we could practice the righteousness of God in our heart through our renewed
1: thinking. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he
0: trusts in you, Isaiah
1: 26.3. According to these words, evidence
0: that we have a firm spirit or that we are ruling over our spirit and in submission to perfect peace which could not be destroyed even when the powers of darkness rise against us, it is our trust in God.
1: Because firmness of the Spirit or the ability to rule over our spirits completely depends on our
0: trust in God and the fact that God is faithful to His Word and is vigilant over His Word.
1: The virtue of trust is a kind of quality that is the result or the action of our knowledge of who God is for us and what he has done for us. In this case, a prayer that does not list the words of God that were done by him for our trust is evidence of the lack of our trust in God. Therefore, it is evidence that we lack a firm spirit. A, a prayer that lacks trust in God is not accepted by God and does not
0: find favor in his eyes.
1: Because listing the works of God made by God for the trust of God in man is none other than the thanksgiving of man to which God immediately answers with his own thanksgiving. Apostle John. Apostle John, providing a definition for this kind of
0: relationship between God and man, formulated it with these words.
1: And of his fullness we have all received... And and grace for for grace. grace. In the original, it says grace for grace. As far as we know, we oftentimes bring this place to scripture. One of the meanings of the
0: word grace is gratitude or thanksgiving. And in the original text, the meaning of this verse is, and from the fullness of his abilities, we have reaped the thanksgiving of God for the so thanksgiving of
1: God. In other words, to read the thanksgiving of God in the subject of his grace, it is necessary to sow thanksgiving to God for his deeds that he had done for us when we were still sinners. In order to define and expand the abilities that are related to trust in God,
4: we will turn to
0: another prayer of David in which he uses trust in God as an argument or evidence It gives him the right to receive an answer to his supplications in prayer.
1: Psalms 141, 8-9 But my eyes are upon you, O God, the Lord, and you I take
0: refuge. Do not leave my soul destitute. Keep me from the snares that I have laid for they have and laid for me from the traps of the side, of iniquity.
1: The meaning of this phrase means that, on one hand, a prayer that does not
0: contain an element of trust in God will turn our eyes to anything but God
1: because we direct our eyes only on what we trust On the other hand, trust in God gives God the foundation to fulfill our needs and protect us from the snares and traps of the workers of iniquity. Oftentimes, the discipline or truth contained in the virtue of trust is mixed with trust or hope, and they are oftentimes
0: considered identical, just as others sometimes consider humility and patience as identical. But trust is the fruit that grows from the root system of our hope in the Word of God, over which God is continually vigilant, so that it will be fulfilled during His established time. So trust.
1: It is the building material. It is built on something. There must be a foundation for trust. If there is no
0: foundation, what will you have trust in? There has to be a foundation. And this foundation is hope in God.
1: Just as meekness builds
0: and gives birth to humility, the same way faith bound to hope builds and gives birth to trust.
1: Therefore, just as we have noted on numerous occasions, we can trust only what we believe in and what we have hope in. Because to trust in something means to rely on something, to lean on something,
0: to look at something,
1: and to build
0: our structure on something. And this something is supposed to be a fundamental
1: foundation that is comprised of certain components that contain faith,
4: hope, and love.
1: Therefore, the phrase, trust in God, means to rely on God and His Word, lean on the Word of God, thank God for His Word, look upon His Word, demonstrate... Meditating upon this Word of God, demonstrate our hope and trust in the Word of God, build
0: our structure on the Word of God, make the Word of God our shield and protection,
1: and make the word of God our refuge and strength. Whereas the word hope means awaiting for what God has promised. Therefore, when it is necessary for our faith to create from what God has promised, then it created out of what is waited for, or rather, the well of hope that is our trust. Now faith is the substance
0: of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews
1: 11:1. Previous year. вера же if есть we... осуществление надежды. If we translate it word for word, faith is a substance of hope. When we have hope on which we can build a structure, then we will receive the opportunity
0: to trust in something. Hope as the foundation of our salvation on which we are called to build ourselves into the dwelling of God in holy place, it is comprised of the information of who God is for us in Christ Jesus and what he has done for us in Christ Jesus.
1: Therefore, the higher the level of our knowledge, of our hope,
0: the higher the level of our trust will be.
1: Romans 15, 13 Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in hope by the power
0: of the Holy Spirit.
1: This is very important. The
0: higher the level of our hope, the richer our trust And from that will depend the firmness of our spirit. And the firmness of spirit will depend on whether or not we will have the covenant of peace of God or not. If we do not have firmness of peace, God will not create a covenant of peace with us.
4: And so the root out of which grows the virtue expressed in trust in God grows from the depths of God himself
1: and is the well of our hope. Therefore, trust comes from the hope that we have in the Word of God, over which God is vigilant. To build the structure of our trust on hope in God, it is necessary for
0: us to be vigilant over the Word of God that abides in our hearts and over which God is vigilant.
1: Considering that during these end times we talk a lot about the need to
0: trust in God, I will quickly remind you about the source or the vessel at of which trust in God Flows, which will allow us the opportunity to gain firmness of our spirit.
1: And for God, firmness of our spirit gives the ability and foundation to clothe us into the perfection of
4: his peace,
0: to keep our hearts and our thoughts in Christ Jesus. First,
1: Trust in God that brings firmness to our spirit grows from hope in God and the fact that God in
0: time will fulfill for us his good word and clothe us into the perfection of his
1: peace. Jeremiah 17, 7. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope
0: is in the Lord.
1: From these notes, We know that a person can be blessed from God only when his trust in God is founded in hope in God. Hope and trust in God is to rely and trust in His Word, which yields our hope and our trust in God. And this means to be vigilant over the Word of God
0: in which we abide and which dwells in our heart.
1: So being vigilant, being watchmen, the word of God in our
0: heart, so that no one could steal it. Because
1: many people,
0: many demons,
1: who want, they want to steal this word. And the head of these people, these demons, these demons is our
0: sinful nature, our
1: desires. They lead this darkness to steal the word
0: of God from our heart and we're supposed to be vigilant to not allow our flesh the
1: right to to appeal to our nation our household and our desires we're supposed to against the flesh that we are founded on the word of God scripture says thus is so as I have said being vigilant over the Word of God in which we abide and which
0: dwells in our heart,
1: which in practice means to stand as watchmen over our Eden so that we do not damage the Word of God in our hearts for the
0: benefit of our flesh over which the organized powers of darkness stand.
1: Second, trust in God that brings firmness to our spirit flows from the depths of the Heavenly Father, which is the well or riches of our hope in God. So, the well or riches of our hope
0: is the depths of our Heavenly Father.
1: Therefore, trust in our heart comes from the presence of the
0: cooperation of the trust of Thummim and the revelation of Urim, which, in the virtue of two witnesses, continually represent the faithfulness of the Word of God in our hearts and continually stand before God.
1: Urim, and Urim and always stand before God of all the earth. When they are in our hearts, they represent the word of God, and they say, be calm. God is vigilant over his word. Do not be afraid.
0: You do not need to worry.
1: You keep it so that
0: no one will take this word.
1: In this manner, this Urim and they affirm
0: in our heart trust in God. Psalm 62.7
1: And God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. According, According to these words, trust in God keeps God our salvation God, in God, our glory in God,
0: which is Christ. Christ,
1: Christ abiding in, Christ in our heart in the virtue of
0: truth is the presence
1: of the mim in our heart. The Holy Spirit abiding in our heart in the virtue of the strength of our power is the presence of the revelation of Urim. And we will remember that our
0: trust in God
1: gains us the legal power and clothes us into its
0: powers that give firmness to our spirit under the condition that we proclaim our trust in God as the faith of our heart.
1: And this kind of proclamation of the trust in our heart in God gives God the foundation to clothe us into the perfection of his peace. In this manner, it gives us the legal right,
0: on one hand, to be called the sons of God,
1: blessed are the peacemakers, and this is only when he will clothe us into his peace. And on the other hand, it will give us
0: the right to enter into his presence in the virtue of his
1: intercessors. We must always test ourselves and check to see if the perfect peace of God abides in our heart, which can be affirmed in our heart as the result of our trust in God. And therefore, the category of people that call themselves saved but are unable to demonstrate in their worship the result of their trust in God and the perfect peace of God
4: that is intended to abide in their hearts, these are people who lie to themselves.
1: Third, trust in God, giving firmness to our spirit, is
0: founded on the resurrection of Christ and his glory that God has given him, so that we could have faith and trust in God.
1: 1 Peter
0: chapter
1: 1, verse 21, who through him believed in God, who through Christ and God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. The, the resurrection, resurrection of Christ, Christ and his glory God that God had given him yields in our heart the faith and
4: trust in God.
1: The resurrection of Christ and the glory that God, God had given him yields in our heart
0: faith and trust
1: in God. 1 Corinthians
0: chapter 15,
1: verses 17-19 And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile, you are still in your sins, then also those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are, all,
0: we are of all men the most
1: payable. Pay attention
0: here. There is a teaching that the resurrection will not happen. It has already occurred and so forth.
4: And Paul says, if
0: there is no resurrection, then our faith is pitiable. This is referring to a kind of resurrection of Christ that could abide in our hearts in the virtue of our birth from the seed of the word of truth as the witness of our justification by faith in Christ Jesus.
4: This is what kind of resurrection we're talking about.
0: Not just that Christ has resurrected somewhere, but evidence evidence that this resurrection is in our reborn spirit. If I am born, then this is the resurrection
1: of Christ. And then no one can say to me
0: that Christ has not resurrected, that resurrection has already occurred. Resurrection
1: is the life
0: that continues
1: its direction, its movement, and it expresses
0: itself in the reborn spirit of man.
1: I will read 1 Peter chapter
0: 1, verses 3-5
1: to
4: ratify this thought. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his
0: abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. What are we born with? With resurrection.
4: That means if we are reborn,
0: we have resurrection.
1: And why are we... Reborn. reborn, to inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away. This is not just information. This is living information. And what is information? What is this trust? It is reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. It is interesting what our trust
0: must be on
1: the fact that we have resurrected with christ and we were
0: born to this inheritance and This this trust is expressed
1: imperishable in, 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 in riches. From this kind of resurrection of Christ that abides in our hearts in witness to our justification of our faith in Christ Jesus is supposed to be our
0: faith in the format of our trust in God.
1: Therefore, all kinds of religious acts that are expressed in our good deeds or the service of evangelism that we try, try to use to ratify ourselves in our salvation, they call out his anger and We are never supposed to forget that faith and trust in God grows not from the from our works, but us having the resurrection of Christ in our heart and the dwelling of God in our heart, when we are in the resurrection of Christ and when the resurrection of
0: Christ abides in
1: us. From this we know
0: that the revelation of our inheritance
1: that abides in the resurrection of Christ depends on
0: trust in God that gives firmness to our spirit who is ready to be clothed in the powers of perfect peace that is intended to build our
4: re- Remarkable relationship with their heavenly Father,
0: In the category of people that call themselves saved, but they are unable to represent evidence of their being, of the being of the
1: resurrection of Christ in their hearts. They cannot be in the perfect peace of God. Therefore, they will unlawfully
0: be called sons of God, for which they will be destroyed. Fourth, trust in God giving firmness to our spirit, flows from the judgments of God that defines good and evil and provides retribution for doing good and doing evil. Psalms 43. And take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for I have hoped in your ordinances. I have hoped in your ordinances. And we know that firmness of the spirit is given for
1: trust. And for firmness of spirit, God makes with us a covenant of peace. Therefore, according to these words,
0: defining evil and good and retribution for evil and good is the truth that is intended to be realized in our life through proclaiming with our tongues the... Faith of our heart expressed in the ordinances of God. In this manner, having trust in the ordinances of God, yielding the retribution of God for the good and the evil, gives firmness to our spirit, which God has promised to keep in his perfect peace.
4: Summarizing
0: this component, we know that if a person proclaims a tolerant love,
1: then this means that this kind of person does not have in his heart trust in God and
0: does not rule over his spirit
1: because a tolerant
0: love does not include the ordinances Tolerant of God. God. Tolerant love says that God
1: accepts us as we are. God does not
0: accept us just as we are. He accepts us just as He is. He has done everything so that we can be just as Him. And He, has, he, wants, us like him. he wants us to be like Him. He wants to communicate only with those who are like Him. Do not lie to people that God looks at us just as we are.
1: It is when we come to him we are supposed to understand that we come to him as we are. We're supposed to when we come to him as we are, that means that we we confess our sins
0: so that he can make us just as he is.
1: Therefore,
0: God will not protect a person in his perfect peace if this kind of person does, if this kind of person confesses or proclaims a tolerant love.
1: Fifth, trust in God, giving firmness to our spirit grows from the information
0: contained in Scripture. Psalms one hundred thirty-five. I wait for the Lord, my
1: soul waits, and in his word I do trust. That's so why, according to these words, we know that the word of Scripture, on which we have trust in
0: and in which we have hope
1: in, it is the foundation for our trust in God
0: and it gives firmness to our spirit. To God, hope in His word gives the foundation to keep this kind of person in His perfect peace. Therefore, in this case, I will want to repeat the fact in prayer proclaim one unchanging truth
1: that I oftentimes proclaim. A person who has trust in the Word of God that abides
0: in his heart and who is in the truth of the Word of God, he can stand as watchman of this truth in his heart. This kind of relationship to the Word of God
1: abiding in his heart gives him the foundation and ability to be
0: affirmed in his spirit and God. And for God, it gives the foundation to keep this kind of person in his perfect peace. 6. Trust in God, giving, giving firmness to, to the Spirit,
1: spirit comes from, from looking upon
0: God with the eyes of our heart.
1: Psalms
0: 141 8. But my God, eyes are, are upon you, O Lord, the Lord, O God, the Lord. In you I take refuge, do not leave my soul we destitute.
1: We know that we are created by God, with the fact that what we will look at, with the eyes of our heart and what we will focus our the, heart, the eyes of our heart on, it will hold us captive and transform us into its image. In this manner, it will become our trust, our
0: worship, and our deity.
1: Therefore, God
0: turns to his nation
1: saying, Isaiah 51, 1-3,
0: listen to me, you who follow after righteousness. You who seek the, the Lord, you seek the Lord, look to the rock from which you, you were hewn and to the hole from the pit which you were dug.
1: Look to Abraham your
0: father and to Sarah who bore you. For I called him alone and blessed him and increased him.
1: For the Lord will come for Zion. So,
0: so comfort will
1: come when we look at... Look at Abraham as
0: our father and to Sarah who bore us.
1: This is how the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort
0: all her waste places. And he will make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in it. Thanksgiving and the voice of Melody. Knowing this, the fallen terror beam in the face of the snake, he seduced
1: the woman to the tree that was forbidden.
0: When she looked at the tree, she was clothed in disobedience to God, and her hope in eating fruits of the tree of life reoriented her hope
1: in eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. To have trust in God, Apostle Paul
0: wrote of himself and about those who
1: took example from him. In 2 Corinthians chapter
0: 3, verses 12-18, Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great
1: boldness. Unlike Moses, who put a veil
0: over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror of the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the Spirit of the Lord. The glory of God that we must look upon, which is the hope of our trust, is the being of Christ in us, not as a guest, but as the Lord and ruler of our life. To them God willed to make known that are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27 Sometimes people say, how do we look upon glory? What is this glory? Glory is Christ in you. This is the word of God. This is his teaching. Because Christ abides in us in the subject of the truth of the meme. When we look upon the word of God in our heart, we look at this glory. We are always supposed to look upon this glory. If it does not
1: exist, when I say the word, and if you have not
0: read it, you will not understand me. You must
1: very remember places of Scripture
0: and read Scripture when the Holy Spirit speaks. Through me, these passages will come be brought forth in you. You're supposed to place them in your hearts and the Holy Spirit will unveil these
1: revelations
4: to
1: you. The dwelling of Christ in our hearts and the truth
0: of Thumim and the revelations of Urim that represents the interest of Thumim because Urim comes for what reason? The revelation comes from what? To unveil the truth of Thumim. to unveil the truth that we have placed in our hearts.
1: It places a responsibility over us so when Christ is in us
0: this allows us to have a responsibility to represent the interests of the will of God for the heavens, earth and hell. This is our
1: role. The role of God is when we look upon Him, He clothes us into the perfection of His peace,
0: which gives us the right to run to God. So we have, we look upon Him for God, it gives this gives him the right to give us his peace so that we can run to him. Therefore, when a person looks not on God, but the gifts of the Holy Spirit to anointing and to the blessings of God,
1: they are transformed to him as idols, which he begins to search for they become idols for him,
0: anointing blessings of God,
1: they become idols. Take a look,
0: God has blessed Israel with gold and silver, this was the blessing of God.
1: But instead of
0: searching for God, they made a golden idol, and they began to bow down to him. So, see, the gifts of God can become an idol. They are intended to be our servants and not our gods. We must not bow down to them. Therefore, as the end result, this kind of person will look as a city with destroyed walls. Because of this, this person will lose his salvation that he had received by the gift of his grace, redemption in Christ Jesus. Because the lack of trust in God means that God will not have the foundation to keep this person from perdition. 7. Trust in God that provides firmness to our spirit grows from fear of the Lord that abides in our heart in the virtue of the moon orim. When I Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. Psalms 56.3 Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. This is not referring to fear, a kind of fear that people understand. For example, a dog begins barking really loud, or a, a car is coming at a very fast pace, and we don't have anywhere to go, or or eat, or washing my hands before I eat because I touch things that might have viruses. We are supposed to understand that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of the wisdom of God, or the revelation in God, that comes from God into a wise heart. This kind of fear grows
1: trust in God. Therefore, fear of
0: the Lord is the cooperation of Urim with Thumim and Thumim with Urim in our heart. This is the cooperation of the Word of God that works with the revelations of the Holy Spirit and revelations of the Holy Spirit that work with the Word of God. This is what the fear of the Lord is. Because trust in God and trusting on our own abilities are not compatible in one of his prayers David says for I will not trust in my bow nor shall my sword save me Psalms 44.6 when these kinds of proclamations in which we proclaim our trust in God become the proclamation of the faith of our heart, we receive the ability to show the firmness of our spirit before God and trusting in His fear that abides in our heart in the virtue or the cooperation of Thumim and Urim. And for God, He has the foundation with the powers of His perfect peace to keep us from calamity,
1: or darkness that stands against us. These seven components, there are more of them, but these seven components
0: are enough
1: to understand what trust is and where it comes from
0: and what God will do with us. From this trust will depend the firmness of our spirit and the perfect peace that God can clothe us in will depend on when our spirit is firm. Therefore, right now we will pray and all who desire to have a firm spirit,
1: the beginning step for this, it is necessary for the Word of God to Find a place in our heart, we must cleanse
0: our conscience from dead works. Whoever carries resentment on someone or something, it doesn't matter.
1: This is an unclean conscience. You must be free from this resentment as fast as you can from the
0: setting of the sun because perhaps you might die in the evening. And if you resent your husband, your spouse, pastor, your children, or the manager, it doesn't matter on who, we do not have the right to carry resentment in our heart because we are the children of God.
1: Resentment is
0: not perfection. It is desire to take, have
1: revenge. We do not want to give this. De- into the hands of God forgiving
0: is an act of the will and mind and not an act of the emotions emotions will be hurt but we will say Lord I do not look upon the emotions I am obedient to your word my emotions are hurt and they scream retribution but no I say I forgive or I allow God to judge because when I forgive it doesn't mean that this nothing will happen to this person it means that I forgive I give judgment to God And And when I forgive my oppressors, then God begins to, then I give,
1: allow God the right to, our heart must be free from sin. Some of
0: you might have come here to church after looking at pornography,
1: after cursing, having jealousy having resentment towards someone you're supposed to you're supposed to when we pray right now we can activate all this we can repent in our
0: resentment and our sins and say Lord I will ask for forgiveness to this person
1: and after this,
0: the Word of God has the right to enter into your heart. What you heard today,
1: it will take
0: place in your heart. Otherwise, what you will hear, you agree to this, it comforts you, but it will not become yours until you proclaim your heart and you cleanse it and make it pure. And it is possible to make it pure through repentance. We will pray, and I ask, and I invite you to the altar. The word altar is an altar of the Lord on which offerings are made, and it is there where the Word of God comes from. That's why right now we will bow our heads in prayer, and all those who desire, you can come to the altar. We will pray for you. The Holy Spirit
1: will do His wonderful work and free you from illness,
0: sins, and every dependency. Amen. I will pray along with you with your prayer, and I ask you to deeply believe the fact that the Lord, your Heavenly Father, He loves you. He has given up His Son for you to free you from death, to free you from slavery to sin, to free you from illnesses, from premature death, to free you from dependencies so that you could depend on His Word and have trust in it. Your eyes closed. This is an element of your secret room. Your hands raised to God. This is a sign that you are ready to receive from God what He desires to give to you. Pray along with me. Heavenly Father,
1: in the name of Jesus Christ, I come to you with a wound in my heart with my fear with my shame with my dependencies with my illness I ask you forgive
0: me wash me cleanse
1: me heal my,
0: the wound in my heart heal me from my illness I
1: believe
0: that I am healed in Christ Jesus I
1: believe that I am free from sin in Christ Jesus. I believe that I am free from shame in Christ Jesus. I believe
0: in this power. I open my heart for your word, for the Holy Spirit. Be the king and ruler in my life.
4: And right now, before heaven and earth, I want to proclaim that according to your word, I am
0: washed, I am cleansed,
1: I am healed, I am restored, I am justified, I am am saved. Amen. Amen. Your sins are forgiven and your transgressions in the name of Jesus Christ.
0: May the Lord bless you. May he shine upon you with his face and have mercy upon you and give you peace. May among you fall thousands and tens of thousands and not come near you. May all of these blessings come upon you and on your descendants. And may they be filled upon you. And may the nation say, Amen.